You just put fast by the person? I put fast book this yeah. Mm-hmm. Hi, Facebook. <laughs> Hi, Facebook. Hi, Facebook. Hi, Facebook land. Coming in for you. Hi, Facebook. How's it going? Hi, everybody. I miss y'all. Y'all miss Hi, me. we got LaCory back in the house. Patrice is still on mom duty. Her son is doing it big in the basketball world. So shout out to him. What's his name? His name his is name Justin. Andre. That's Justin. Justin. Yeah, shout out to Justin and his um basketball career. Go ahead and retire your mama real quick. Yeah. Um, but yeah, she's tied up on mommy duty. She probably won't be back until February, are we thinking? I think uh, so. She might not be back until February. In February. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. And um, so first let's get housekeeping and then we're going to get into the book tonight. So first things first, we're talking about Fast tonight. Fast by Millie Bellazar. I got that right. Millie Bellazar, we're talking about Fast tonight. So if you haven't read it and you don't like spoilers, then you might want to check out on us, okay? Because we be spoiling. <laughs> we tell all the tea. We tell all of the business. So all of the business. We if tell. If you don't it. like spoilers, we're gonna be telling the book or whatever. Um, then we have the Black Girl Book Club podcast TikTok challenging that is starting on the 26th of January. And I talked all that stuff about how I'm gonna record my books, um, my videos early and all that. I ain't recorded one video, but I still got time. I got like 10 days left to get ahead. So if you're participating in the TikTok challenge, um, then I posted it in the group and I think it's on Facebook, on Instagram as well. Um, I posted it and you can get all the information what we're doing each week. Uh, we're going to do a video challenge or whatever. There'll be prizes given. It's going to be a lot of fun and it's going to grow your engagement on your TikTok page if you're a book TikTok person. And then um, you'll be able to support some of your favorite authors. So definitely get in on that. Before I forget and why it's on my mind, the voting for the Lit Gym is the Gym Awards. The gym awards have started and we are horrible because we have not posted the link in the group, but we will post the link tonight for you all to vote for the Black Girl Book Club podcast, the Black Girl Book Club podcast. And I did not do that last week. Why didn't they tell me? But um, yes, we are um nominated for Best Podcast Award for the Gym Awards this year. So definitely we'll pop the link on um, Instagram. We're going to pop it. We're going to put it everywhere. So definitely show y'all support for the Black Girl Book Club podcast and your other favorite book people, authors. Um, it's a lot of people being nominated. So definitely do that. Vote. I don't know if you can vote multiple times. Vote multiple times. Get your mama to vote, your daddy to vote, your cousin. Everybody needs to be voting <laughs> for this. So that's the second thing. And then the third thing is we are having a devout listening party in February. Um, so if you have not pre-ordered your um your audiobook, because Denny is coming to Audible, go ahead, 
get it because you're going to need your um proof of purchase to be able to get into the listening party it's going to be fun Ooh, so listening party uh, so that's it and you got anything um, else housekeeping narrated by marie brihan and i want to say winston james okay so yes that, that's a really really good narrators y'all y'all need to check this book out and shaquana did not mention uh, February 13th is our well February 8th is our friend anniversary we've been BFFs book besties for three years on February the 8th devout is actually how we all met yes for anyone who doesn't know devout brought the black girl book club podcast together yes I was in the Takira Allen fan page room crying over devout Denny had me all <laughs> of my feelings baby he snatched them edges and I ain't even got none so we showing up and we showing out for um Devout Denny, Takira Allen. May or may not be in the building. <laughs> um, so yes, yeah, so get y'all um pre-order that for um that. So now we're gonna get into the book. Like I said, FYI, we're talking about fast tonight. Again, there are going to be spoilers. So if you're not a spoiler girly, then you might not want to listen. And just you know, this is this is for us, y'all. This is for us. This book discussion is for us. So it's probably not going to be a whole lot of laughing tonight. We're not going to be like super clowning tonight because I feel like this is a very um, serious subject. Uh, I wanted to talk about this podcast, um, this book, because although traumatic, tragedy, trauma, everything, all the above... Uh, I just feel like it's a discussion that needs to be had. Um, it's a discussion that needs to be had amongst Black women. It's a discussion that needs to be had amongst the Black community. And what better way to bring that discussion um, about than through books, right? The, our love of books, fiction, um, novels. So I want to thank Millie Belazar for writing this novel I mean I'm sure it had to be hard for her to write she couldn't make it with us tonight um but she is listening um so shout out to her but yes so it probably won't be a whole lot of fun like our regularly scheduled program and we'll be back next week with that but I definitely feel like this was a conversation that we needed to have so without further ado let's get into fast so well first of all I'm Shaquana we are not recording that's okay. I'm Shaquana. I'm LaCory. And we are your hosts of the Black Girl Book Club podcast. The Black Girl Book Club podcast. The Black Girl Book Club podcast. Hey. <laughs> so tonight we are talking about Fast, which is about Caprice and Sean. So it's, it's a love story, mm -hmm. right? But it's a love story story would you say that their love story was born out of tragedy or was they like really feeling each other outside of like it their love story was born out of tragedy but it developed and grew and blossomed in recovery and healing oh, okay LaCourie bring it to us yes, so they... the book starts off in the very very beginning of the book I guess you would call this the um the prologue mm -hmm. um you have Caprice as an adult. She's a grown-up. And mm -hmm. she is talking about her OCD, right? She's talking about 
having to wash our hands and how many steps it takes to get to places and get back and forth from the bathroom and all of that. And so I had heard about this book before, okay? I had it on my TBR for probably at least a year, okay? But, and it was hard for me because I had heard about it. I knew that there was some things that happened in there that was kind of traumatic and scary and, you know, but I knew that it was going to be a good book. I don't know what made me rip the bandaid off of it, but I was like, let me go ahead and get this done and over with or whatever. So um, I knew it was some stuff with the book. And so reading that in the very beginning, I was like, oh, Lord. <laughs> oh, here we go. So you don't know nothing yet, but you know some stuff coming because she come out the gate just kind of hard with that. Did you feel that way, LaCory? I felt like it was just, it was going to be, I just feel like it was going to be a catastrophe and she was going to take my feelings through the ringer because I'm like, how like how can a rose really blossom through concrete? Like she doing, she's that particular, she's that off into this disorder where, you know, she's counting steps. Uh, I didn't was I, you get? I was was you getting that vibe from the beginning? Yeah, I was. I was. I was really cringy. I, I didn't. Okay. Oh my gosh. So like, that's the beginning of it. So you know she got some stuff with her that you know, yeah. and just like you know, but in these books, like a lot of the books that we read, you be knowing they're gonna take you through. Mm -hmm. But that's somewhat of the love that we have for the books that we read, that knowing yeah. that you be yeah. knowing they about to take you through. And yeah. that's some of the thrill of it, I guess you should say. Mm -hmm. We some thrill seekers out here in these book streets. You hear so. me? Yeah. Right? So that's how the book starts off. So you know it's about to be one, you know, you know you about to go through some things. And so once you get through the prologue, the book starts off with a little eight-year-old girl, Caprice. Um, on an airplane going to visit her grand, no, going to live with her grandmother because her mother has passed away. Uh, we learn a few pages in that her mom died from AIDS. Yeah. Right? right. So her mom died. They lived in Alabama, her and her mom or whatever. And now she's flying back to Orlando, the place of the Disney land. Is it Disneyland or Disney World in Orlando? Disneyland. Disneyland, that's what she's thinking as an eight-year-old child. I'm going to where Disneyland is at. And so I'm she's flying back to where her mother is from so that her grandmother could take over care of her, okay? Mm -hmm. So, you know, she's in her mind, her eight-year-old mind. She liked being on the airplane, even though her mom has passed away. She feeling like her mom is not in any more pain. I didn't get a lot of sadness from her in the beginning. Like her mom died, like, oh, poor her. I mean, it's, it was sad, but she didn't She didn't give that she was having. She was like a really sad person about it. She was too real for eight years old. And you really find out about that, her quick wit and her... Um advancement when she's talking to the social worker because she kept the social worker up apart her conversation like you not gonna pull your wool up this wool over my eyes i already know what's going on mm. you know, no. know. you know what i'm saying so she with that being said sorry to cut you off LaCourie. but with that being said what do you think her relationship was like with her mother do you think she had to grow up fast with her so. mom i think so about her mom a lot throughout this book i think so and just like just wanting to know who she was what was her story because when she gets to the grandmother's house the grandmama is giving ain't shit ass grandmama 
Mm. Right? From the fact that she said, call her Gracie, she ain't with that grandma shit. <laughs> you already know. She calls their grandmama grandmother or, you know, granny or grandma. Everybody's Gigi, Mimi, you know, Yaya. No. Not Gracie. Not by my first name. My mama's BB. Bridget uh -huh. Burton, my mama name, and my sister's kids gonna call you BB. Bridget for Bridget. I Burton. don't know. Growing up, grandma was grandma. Okay, we didn't even we had fat mom, we had big mom, we had grandma. It was a mama in there somewhere, not no damn Gracie. <laughs> Talking about call her Gracie, so she was giving ain't she grandma from the beginning. But like I said, I kept thinking about her mom because Gracie, I mean, um, Caprice didn't know her grandmother at all. She didn't know her grandmother, so she didn't have a relationship with mm -hmm. her daughter, right? The daughter left. Um, so the mama didn't have a relationship with her daughter. So it's like it the grandma was giving ain't shit. Y'all tell me if y'all was getting well, it. She too a little slow. You think she a little slow? Oh. The grandma. No. Was. The grandma no. was slow. Oh, okay. You no, Gracie was, was uh, Gracie was with it. So the little girl come, the grandmother is welcoming, right? Mm -hmm. So even though I was kind of giving, she was giving ain't shit, grandmama. You know, she she brought her in. She said she could tell that Gracie loved her, but she didn't know her. You know, mm -hmm. she was welcoming. She made sure she felt comfortable by buying her the 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 um the sheets and stuff or whatever. Oh, and look at y'all, almost don't want to get into what the book is really about. This is so traumatic. Okay, so you know, the grandmother get her in. She gives her the living room as her bedroom. First mistake, number one. But okay. you know, you really don't be thinking about that. So she gives the little girl the um bed, the living room as her bedroom. She bought her some um what kind of sheet she buy? Mickey Mouse. Um, I think that is pink or something. I don't recall. It's some kind of um sheets like a, and comforters like and stuff, right? So she buy her that and everything, make sure she's comfortable and she's safe. So when she gets there, when she meets her grandmother. I'm sure she's met the grandma before, but she don't remember her. I was finna say when she met her grandma for the first time, but it was like meeting her for the first time. Mm -hmm. There is an adult male living in the home as well. Mm -hmm. And this is Caprice's uncle, Marcel. Mm -hmm. Okay. He is 20 or 21. I'm say he about 21, 22. No, he was young. He was like 20, 21. But he's there okay. and he has all of these muscles and he's just like this big guy. I'm assuming he probably been in prison before or something like that. No, he hasn't. Um, no, no, no. He, he hasn't has been he hasn't been to jail before. He hadn't, yeah. so he just had muscles for no reason. Well, he was on the block, you find out later on in the book that he was selling drugs and stuff like that. So he was like a T-boy, I guess you could say. Huh? Um, yeah, so she her uncle is there too. He is very welcoming. He then um, invited her in. Nobody is treating her bad. No, before we get to the, the grooming, before we no, get no, to no, the no, grooming. No, before we get to that, he he kept asking, do she got AIDS too? Do she got AIDS too? In the book, when they went outside to go meet her, that kind of sort of gave me pause. Like, damn, the mama died of AIDS, and then you asked the little girl got AIDS? Like, why are you asking the child have well, AIDS? Well, was giving slow at that point. Yeah. Because she was saying the grandma treated him like a kid. Yes. Yeah. Right. 
So she has this uncle. So she moves in with her grandmother and her uncle, who's in his early 20s. She's eight. Mm -hmm. And she is happy there. You know, she's comfortable. She's laying um, up all night watching David Letterman. Mm -hmm. um, she's having a good time. She's having a good time with her uncle as well because yeah. the uncle is, you know, showering her with chocolate and turning mm -hmm. the music up and they having fun. Okay, so first they mistake number one, she gave the baby the living room as her. She don't have any privacy. Okay, boom. So maybe we not thinking, we know a little bit more now, you know, than we did back then. This was in 1999. Um, but it's not something that I would have done, but maybe Gracie just wasn't thinking. Mm -hmm. But secondly, why are you leaving this childhood with this man? Right? Is this something that you think that she was just unaware of? She needed Marcel's help. Why did she leave Capri Sir with him? Because she said, Oh, that's your uncle, you know, like your uncle ain't gonna do nothing to you. You know how some people are just too comfortable with certain people, whether it's male or female. You know, mm -hmm. you do a light to think that nothing's going to happen in the care. Oh, you know, that's, that's Uncle Marcel. You know, that's your sister's, you know, brother. Like, that's my child. I know my child. I know my child's not a predator. I know my child's not going to let nothing happen to him because that's my child, you know? Some people are right. overly confident in their relatives. Okay. Okay. That makes sense. Everything you just said makes without sense. Without even just thinking. You know what I'm saying? Some right. That's why I asked, was Gracie slow? Because me personally, I'm not leaving my goddamn child around no damn uncle. But I think it's because we know better. Maybe Gracie did not. So we gonna give Gracie a pass for that. Because then she like, this we ain't even halfway in the podcast. You already just, giving out a pass. Like, I'm just talking about for this point. Gracie gonna get it. Gracie gonna get it, but just not not yet. Okay, she's not yet. She, she wasn't thinking straight. A nigga she wasn't thinking straight, right? So Uncle Marcel begins to groom um the baby. Gracie. Okay, so oh, he's great. giving her candy. He is making sure she having a good time every day, all day. And shortly after all of this, she said she's looking at Marcel as if he is a father figure mm -hmm. to her. She's never had a father figure in her life. Mm -hmm. So she feels safe with him. She feels happy around it's him. Love. Love. Okay. Love that fatherly love. And just like that, he snatched all this shit away from her. Okay. Like I said, I don't really want to get into this. But you got to. You yeah. got to. You gotta, you gotta, I mean, we gotta get into the thick of it. So I the mean, uncle is grooming her. I feel mm -hmm. like it enhances her OCD. It enhances like, you know. Her That's what brought it about. That's what brought it about. So, okay, y'all, again, this book is very triggering. It was triggering for me. It was it was a lot. Okay. So we finna get into some of the nitty gritty, some of the details of the book. So it, it's gonna talk about child um sexual assault, rape, grooming, all yeah. that stuff. So if you need to step away, go ahead. So So she had she didn't have OCD before the, the first I thought she did. I thought she no, did. okay. So in the beginning of the book, it talks about it, but she was grown. This was her like grown self talking about the ocd okay or maybe she was a kid but it she didn't develop the ocd until after 
Wow. Now because she never it. felt clean yeah. after. Yeah. Right? Right. So okay, the uncle, she feels safe with him. She having a good time. She loved the pink. She kept calling it the pink house, the pink house with her grandmother and her uncle, right? Couple weeks later, the uncle then turned into a whole fucking scumbag, okay? And I really wanted to hurt him, okay? It was a fictional character, but it was like that for myself, for real. Like if I could have got my hands on him, it was happening, Um. Reading the book, it was so well written. I did, I knew what was coming. Mm. The way that she set it up, the way she was talking about it, I knew what was coming. Okay. But mm. the book was so well written. As much as I didn't want to read it, I wanted to read it because I knew she was finna give it to us. Right. I can't read it. I had to. Skip you over. didn't read it, LaCore? Skip over it. I'm not going to skip it. I had to. I could. It brought out too. It brought out too many emotions, too many feelings. I, y'all, I couldn't. Y'all, like she yeah. wrote this book. She wrote. She wrote it so well. And on how many people would have preferred that she left out the details? Who would have preferred that she left out the details? And who was like, we needed to read this? because you can't that's the whole thing we skipping over it we got a blind eye that's what gracie did you know you want to make it something that it's not you know what i'm saying but it is what it was and that's why i'm gonna talk about it and that's why i'm gonna get into it because i don't want people to skip over it i don't want people to act like it didn't happen i don't want people to you know turn a blind eye or you know you know in your gut that this shit is happening but you're gonna act like it's not right so the uncle, the first encounter that he has with her, the um, with Caprice is he gave her some chocolate. She eating her chocolate. She having a good time. This is her safe space now. And he sits her on his lap mm -hmm. and he ejaculates while she's this eight-year-old child while it's she's sitting right. on her lap. Not only on his lap, not only is he doing these disgusting things to her, he's talking to her. Mm -hmm. He asked her, does this feel good, niece? So it's not like he had a temporary moment of insanity and forgot that this was a child, that forgot that this child was his niece. Maybe an alter personality. He's very, no, no. He's very aware of what he's doing mm -hmm. and who he is doing this to, which made it all the worse. It was already bad. But he deserved so many more kicks in the head it's for like him he knowing like that it was a child and that this was his sister's child, his niece, right? I'm sorry to associate this with <laughs> what? I don't even want to say it now. <laughs> okay, don't say it. Don't say it. So that was the first thing that he did, right? Right? So the next thing that happens before Caprice takes a turn for the worst is he um would go into... Now, remember, her bedroom is the living room, okay? So she is laying in this living room on the couch. Now she's afraid of Uncle Marcel, okay? He's no longer a safe place. She know he on some bullshit or whatever. She, she you know, her gut... Her feelings, 
is in this, okay? So he comes into the living room at night while she's watching David Letterman. She used to love David Letterman. Now he's totally, completely ruined that for her. She don't even like David Letterman no more. So David Letterman is on the screen. He comes into the living room. She said, if I act like I'm asleep, then maybe he won't do this, right? Maybe he won't do anything to me if I act like I'm asleep. No, Uncle Marcel thinks this is great. I'm glad you sleep. So he stands over her, this big burly man stands over her at nighttime in the dark and ejaculates on her, okay? And it's on her, on her skin, on her body, okay? So now this is when she begins to feel disgusting. She feels dirty. She knows that this is wrong, okay? So that happened, right? So now... She, now this baby, literally, she's a child, she's a baby. Now she's psychologically damaged. Now she is traumatized by the things that these people who are supposed to love and care for her or this person who's supposed to love and care for her is doing to her. So now she is not eating, mm -hmm. okay, to the point to where she is almost skeletal, yeah. okay? Um, she's not eating. She's taking, she's taking, she's taking baths every three hours with the fact that she's taking baths every three hours. She is putting on dirty clothes because yeah. she has a particular outfit that she feels that her uncle is not going to look at her in this sexual way. When she wears this outfit, if she wears anything else, shorts, tank tops, anything like that, he's looking at her like she's a piece of meat, right? Mm -hmm. So she like, I'm going to wear what makes me feel safe and comfortable, okay? Right. This is when Gracie is getting smacked in the face. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. We do not condone violence on her, but Gracie is getting some smacks at this point because yeah. how does she, she knows that something is wrong right she take her to the doctor at this point she took her to the doctor she took her to the doctor so she takes her to the doctor because she's not losing she's losing weight in an excess um she's not eating she's you know bathing she has ocd she's cleaning herself all the time right, right. so at what point and then there was a transition right she go from being happy go lucky girl so now I'm staying at home with Uncle Marcel and now I won't eat. Mm -hmm. How are we not getting it? She don't like chocolate no more. And Gracie buys like chocolate chip cookies or something like that. She doesn't eat chocolate. Right? Chocolate. So what what's going on in Gracie's mind? Can somebody explain to me what's happening with her and how she don't know that this is what's happening? Avoid it. She don't want to believe that it's happening. You think? Oh, it's, I know it. It's smack dab in her face. She don't want to believe it. You know, she just tries to keep making up these excuses and, you know, fantasy things and hope that nothing really ain't going on. You know what I'm saying? It's just coincidence. Oh, she's just going through a phase, you know? Oh, right. she's being moody. Right. Okay, no. so let's say she's coddling her son. She's in denial. So Gracie is in denial, but does she know what's happening? Yes. 
crazy. Can we all agree that she knows what's happening, but she's in denial? She put a psychological wild block. Like I can see out, but you can't see in type stuff. Like, like kind of like, or maybe an alternate person. Kind of like right. you know, what happened with Capri. She said, I feel like I was above myself looking down, watching what's happening to me, but I'm not there. I'm not in the physical trauma. I feel like that's So you think Gracie was trying to put on the same thing, right? Okay, boom. So Gracie know what's going on. We can all agree with that. But she's continuing to allow this to happen because she doesn't want to face it, mm -mm. right? Sick, okay? So this goes on. She takes this baby to... So Gracie is the first person to feel her, yes. okay? With all with everything that's going on, everything that she's seen, everything that she knows at this point, she mm -hmm. is the first person to feel this baby, okay? So then... She takes her to the doctor. She's like, she's not eating and I'm scared because she mm -hmm. took her shirt off or something. And, she, you know, Gracie starts crying, mm -hmm. you know, at this point, this is when I'm beginning to get angry and emotional with Gracie. Right. Because it's like you looking at this baby, you seeing that she hurting, she's losing weight. She didn't took her shirt off. She looks so bad. You're crying. But yet you still do nothing. Right. So she takes her to the doctor. The doctor know what's going on. The doctor. The did. doctor. The doctor knew. The doctor knew. He didn't know exactly, but he knew because he had seen it before. Mm. Right. So instead of him saying this child is being hurt, she's being touched. He tell her to put her in the after school program because maybe she don't need to be at home no more. So again, he didn't overlook it. Or he didn't failed her. You don't think so? Yes. No, no, no. I'm agreeing 100%. He did fail her, but a, a part of me felt like, and he gave her an outlet by putting her in the after school program. Okay. Like, at least he tried something versus Gracie just okay. ignoring it all together. He tried something. Right. He he tried. Right. I'm past, but he tried. He tried to do okay. something. Okay. I'm saying a Dr. Phil. He had pissed me off too. Okay. So he on the list as well. He's on, he's on the hit, he's on the hit list because he knew what was going on. And he didn't the very least he could have done. I understand him telling her to put her into an after-school program, but he could have put Gracie up on game. Even though Gracie knew maybe if he would have made her aware like something is going on, maybe it would have smacked. Maybe it would have smacked something into her. She couldn't be in denial no more because now somebody then told you what's happening. Or he could right? have simply sent the social worker by. Why he did the social worker? You know, that's too. To check in, you know. Right. So this is the second person to fail the child. So then she goes to the after school program, put in an after school program. So she's not at home with Uncle Marcel no more. Okay. Right. Put in an after school program. She started drinking her insure. She's beginning to gain weight. Right. You know, um, this is where her OCD kick in, right? Because now she's counting her steps to the bathroom. She ain't got mm -hmm. the big room yet. She counting her steps to the bathroom because she understand. She trying to run from Uncle Marcel, basically. Mm -hmm. Okay, this is such a tragedy. It's <laughs> fucked up. Yeah. So 
Now she has to do this because she's trying to stay away from this man so he don't hurt her no more, mm -hmm. right? So she's going to after-school program. She's liking the after-school program. She's feeling safe, I think, at the after-school yep. program. She so I guess the doctor did do something, yep. right? Miss Kelly is a teacher. Kelly. Ain't that her name? It's the camp counselor. The camp counselor. She likes Miss Kelly. Miss Kelly knows it's something going on with the baby. She do. Miss Kelly know it's something going on with this baby. The Ms. baby Kelly is knew. using Miss Kelly baby wipes that she keeps right. in her purse because she can't take no bath at the camp. So yep. she gotta stay clean. So Miss Kelly gotta give her wipes to wipe off. So Miss yep. Kelly to me was the third person to fail this child. In, in yes. that moment, in that moment, and for that particular period of time, she failed her. Yes. Okay, she okay. did. And she acknowledges that later on. She does. She, she acknowledges does. that later on. This is the third person to know that something is going on with this little I'm going to huh? give Kelly my pass. I'm going to no. give Kelly my pass. The reason I'm okay. getting, Kelly was young. Okay, she was. Like 18, 19, no more than 20 years old. Kelly was really young. She, you know, she, you know what I'm saying? I'm going to give Kelly a pass. She, she probably ain't never encountered that before. Probably okay. heard stories, but she never actually was up close and personal with that situation before. So I'm gonna give Kelly the pass. Okay. Okay. Only so, only because later on in the book, you know. Okay. Okay. So she's going to camp. She's feeling safe at camp. So she um Gracie was late coming to pick her up from camp sometimes or would be later coming to pick her up. And so she goes across the street to watch the boys play basketball Ooh. and she meets this young man named no he was a young boy because he was in yes. the fifth grade she was in the third grade yeah so he was, he was what 10 10 so he's 10 she's eight and um she's smitten with him immediately mm -hmm. you know she liked him he playing basketball he's, he's good at basketball He's the smallest uh, and the youngest, and he's still out there playing with the big boys. Right, right, right. And so we ain't going to spend too much time on that, but this is where they meet. She's going to camp. Across the street from the camp is the basketball. She meets Sean. And Sean takes a liking to her for some reason. You know, it's, because, was... it's because parents keep picking on her. Okay, okay. It's a little girl. He didn't, the, like, um... he didn't like it. He didn't like okay. it. Okay, so he kind of went to her aid immediately. And if this I, was my red sunshine, hold on, Shaquana. This was ahead. my red sunshine in the book, considering considering I felt like it was been a dark cloud over me the whole time I'm reading this up right. until this point. And okay. it brought back so many memories of watching the you know the older boys play. Yeah. Okay. So I, I I'll give related. you that red like sunshine. It. Yeah, it was my red sunshine. I, my tears ain't ended yet because I'm <laughs> mad at her. I'm angry. I'm mad at everybody knowing that this is happening to her and they're not they doing I'm pissed, okay? And I'm hurt, okay? So uh, she meets Sean. Sean likes her. Like she likes Sean's little girl yeah. up there pick, picking on her at the thing. But on one day that she's there at the basketball court, what happens that she starts screaming? Nobody, so uh, nobody came, I guess nobody came to play or everybody, he was early for everybody and she was too. And he said, hey, you want to play with me? You know how to play basketball? Let me teach you. And he goes out there to try to teach her how to play basketball. And I think he bumps her and then she just falls to the ground and starts crying and flips out. 
screaming for dear life. Bloody murder. People are coming out of their homes. Yes. To see what is happening to her. Okay. Mm -hmm. At this point, maybe Gracie thinks she might be having a nervous breakdown because her mama died. No, because Gracie wasn't there yet. It was just I know she wasn't. I'm just saying. Maybe everybody's just thinking maybe she's just suffering because her mom passed away or something like that. And she like dealing with all of that. I don't know. But still, maybe. nobody does anything. Mm-mm. Nobody does Sean anything. does something. What he do? He started fucking crying himself. <laughs> baby. Sean <laughs> gets on the ring and curls up and cry too. And that's when she stopped. Oh, baby. Oh, baby. Oh, Sean. So they go to school. They start school. Right? Was she excited to start school? She was excited to start school because she was getting away from Uncle Marcel and she, you know, knew that was her outlet. But that's also how he gave her the name Butterscotch because he gave her a piece of candy. It was between a piece of chocolate and a butterscotch and she chose the butterscotch. And that's how he called her Mm-hmm. Girl, just start taking care of this baby immediately. immediately. A 10 year old with no daddy. His daddy had died at four when he was four. Who are you learning so, that, you know, technique from? Right. His mama. What's his mama name? Uh Miss Sylvia. Miss Sylvia. Okay, but I had a bone pick with Sylvia too. So anywho, so no, no passes. None tonight okay from Shaquana so okay first day of school come around and he wants to walk to school typically he catch the bus and I'm wondering does he catch the bus I thought they both walked maybe he was leaving out earlier than he typically did Mm -hmm. okay he left out earlier why did I put in my notations why these kids walking 30 minutes to school oh eight and ten I don't know in the middle of the hood though like what is out there like well you know Gracie didn't have a car Miss Sylvia had a car why she didn't drive them to school why did they walk inside that's a long time that is a long time it ain't like down the street around the corner that's at least what about two miles maybe oh no but at 18 I don't think they had no business walking to school so I'm wondering what's going on but listen I'm gonna tell y'all this though I'm gonna say this Sylvia was a single mother. She was working. She was a hairdresser. And listen, she just had to make it work. And her son was very well taken care of. You could tell he was respectful. So on this particular house on the block, they had the nicest house on the block. Because their daddy set them up. I like their daddy. Mm -hmm. So uh, on this particular day, they was going to school. So Sean is waiting on Caprice to come out of her home so that he can walk her to school. He mm-hmm. knows it's something wrong. Yeah. Sylvia knows it's something. Everybody knows it's something going on in this pink house. And ain't she was out of school for two weeks. No, this this before that happened. This before, when he oh, was damn. waiting on her to come, right? So he okay. going to walk her to school. So this is where their relationship starts. He immediately, at 10 years old, becomes her protector. Yeah, he making sure she get to school. He knows she kind of timid and frail. He gonna make sure she good. That's why he likes her. I think because he felt like he needed to protect her. He probably felt like he really? needed to protect his mother as well, because he, he was love. like the man of the house. Yeah, 
done. Like this big little man syndrome. Yes. Yes. Little Sean. Yes. So he waiting on her. Side note. You know my middle name, LaShawn. I did not know that. LaCorey. What's your daddy's middle name, LaCorey? Lamont. Oh, okay. Uh, LaCorey is named after her daddy, baby. Her mama got that down all the way. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) So he 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 immediately becomes her protector. Mm-hmm. So he, you know, helping her get to school. Him and his mama have a conversation. It's really cute because his mama know that he like this little girl. Mm-hmm. This is like his first little crush. So his mom is like picking on him. I like their relationship. I like the relationship that he had with her. I like the way that she was as a mother. I think that she helped to raise him into the yes. man that he became. To right? the best of her ability. So shout out to Sylvia for that. I will give her yes. that. Okay, but she knew it was something going on in that pink house. She didn't say nothing. So he's helping her. The kids kind of picking on her at school and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But, and then, okay, so she goes back home at the school store at they first start going to school. Yeah. And on this one particular day, she goes home. She goes, and what happened? This what kills me. She was in such a good mood that day. Every That's time. Weird. She was in such Every a good mood. Every freaking time every time she was happy he stole it from her he did so she get home go in the bathroom did she have to use the bathroom no she's taking her shower she got home take a shower what was gracie gracie was at work at the mayor's office cleaning the office but she she was coming she was coming late because she had like a routine Mm-hmm. where she would make sure that that never happened right she would be coming in the door at the same time grace would be coming at the door i guess gracie had to stay late i don't know well she was taking her shower and the uncle come in the bathroom okay yeah. right he locked the door after this we are going to get some reprieve y'all but we gotta we gotta get this so the uncle come in the bathroom the uncle finds her in the bathroom getting uh ready for bed okay he come in there, he forcibly, he, and it's like, he's saying that you want this from me because you're taking a shower and you're naked from taking a shower, okay? He's telling her that this is what you want from me, okay? Before, it was touching, it was uncomfortable, it was horrible, but this right here, this broke me okay yeah i had to put the book down i had to step away from the book for a little while my heart was beating fast i had anxiety it was a lot her uncle marcel rapes her viciously okay it wasn't i don't know if you could do it soft do it he was very a horrible human being okay to the point where she passes out, yes. wakes up, not knowing what the hell happened. Or she knew what happened, but she passed out. Blood in the bathroom. Blood everywhere. Marcel leaves it like that. Gracie finds it like that. Okay? So, all the while, up until this point, Gracie knows what's going on. She gets there and this happens. She gets her and finds her like this. 
and she still quote unquote don't know what's going on questioning Marcel like it's even a, a possibility it could be somebody else what at this point Gracie is right with Marcel to me they in cahoots okay so this happened she asked her what happened Caprice ain't telling because she's traumatized she shouldn't have had to tell shit she shouldn't have had to tell because Gracie knew exactly what was happening okay she asked Marcel Marcel says this eight-year-old child in the third grade had the boy from across the street come over and that's how this happened and she fast and she been fast an eight-year-old is fast you come home to blood on your bathroom floor and this all happened and the girl passed out this all happened because you had to clean her up put her her night clothes and put her in the bed you put her in your room so now you know she can't sleep on the couch no more because you know Marcel have done this. Because if she was quote unquote fast, why would you put her in your room for her to have her own door and access to a window for people to get in and out? Right. But no, no. I'm going to give Gracie a little bit of grace here. Because she knew. Listen, no. She knew that Marcel did it because she told him he had to get out. Yep, yep, yeah, right, yeah. She told right. him he had to leave. You're right, okay. She told him he had to get out. Why she ain't hit him with a shovel? I don't, but listen, because at and this point, I understand that that's her son, but this is my grandbaby, too. It's an innocent child, it's an innocent child, but this is my grandchild. Get you my son, but this is my grandbaby, and you just did her like that. Oh no, baby, you got to go. And I ain't talking about you got to get out, you got to go. You hear me? So, so you would call the police. Oh, I don't want to incriminate myself. <laughs> 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 Step like from, from the record. Oh. Step from the record, okay? No, but anywho, so she like, he got to get out. Now, I'm rooting for Gracie at this point. I'm like, okay, you've been a bag of shit all this time. Fuck. Gracie, you, you, you doing what you supposed to be doing or whatever. Not what I would have done, but okay, you doing your thing. She told him you got to get out. So, Caprice is happy that he leaving. Right. Her and Sean hanging out. You know, she she traumatized and all that, but she like, okay, she putting him out. I'm finna get some peace, finally. And I'm so going her, back to school. She went back. No, she was out of school for two weeks. Well, I'm talking about at this point. Because when she oh, okay. finally came, you said her and Sean started hanging out, so she went back to school. Right. She missed school. Sean is a mess. I'm, her um, birthday's coming up. Sean is a mess. He's a scared. He don't know what's going on. Well, he knows something going on in that house. He knows something that happened to her. He's knocking on the door. The grandma won't tell him where she is. Mm -hmm. All that stuff, whatever, right? So then they hanging out. She went back to school. They start hanging out. Then Marcel, because the mama told him he had to get out, he wouldn't leave. So she called the police on him because he wouldn't leave, right? 
Mm-hmm. He got drugs in her. Drugs in, in the room. Ground, I think. Yeah, so now the police is taking him to jail. He is going to prison where he needed to be in the first in place. The God stepped in at this point. Okay, like, listen, I got to take this to my own hands because y'all up in her trip. Okay? Another ray of sunshine. So, so he getting to go into prison. Baby Caprice is happy. I mean, even though the damage is done and the OCD is set in by this point, she still kind of sort of got a little weight lifted off her shoulder, a little, you know, room to kind of sort of, you know, turn into a butterfly, don't you think? Right. Because in the sense of, you know, she got a little, her and Sean's relationship builds, it grows, she matures, you know, all these things kind of sort of start happening for her. No? You no. don't think it's a turning point? No. This is where the nightmare continues. Because Gracie loses her goddamn mind. Okay. So when she was asking her, asking Marcel, like, did you do this? Did you do this? Right? So in my mind, I'm literally like praying, like, please believe her. Please believe her. Please believe her. Please believe her. She believes her. Okay. So I'm like, thank you, God. Then Marcel gets locked up. And then Gracie just turned into a piece of shit. Okay, she just turns into a bad person and continues this child's trauma. So did Gracie go crazy? Yeah, she went, yeah. Did she go crazy? Because she was standing by Caprice. She was like, I know you did this to her. You got to get the hell out, okay? But then after he get locked up, did she have a moment of incentive? What happened between... I believe her. I know you did this to him going to prison and her being like, this is all your fault. He never touched you. Now I'm finna be a horrible person to you. I think she was just so in love with her son that, you know, I can't overlook your flaws. I can ignore them as long as you're still in my in my reach. To reach out and touch you because I do believe she was gonna put him out, but I don't, but I cannot say that I believe that she was not gonna go see him, she was not gonna still let him come over to the house, you know, and kind of sort of weasel his way back in. I don't think their relationship would have ever ended. That's what I'm trying to say. Okay, so there, Caprice grows up from eight to 16 until 16. With her mother, her grandmother, verbally and physically abusing her because she feels as though it is Caprice's fault. I mean, yeah, Caprice's fault that she lost her son to prison. Okay? Like, I'm done with the book at this point. Like, just let me out of my misery at this point. Why can't this be the light at the end of the tunnel? Yes, she was feeling that way. Yes, yes, that was happening. But I feel like it was it's ten times as better as if Marcel was still there and still abusing her. Right. Yes, right. she's not, yes, she's not getting sexual abuse. Yes, she is getting mental abuse, but I would rather for her to be getting mental abuse by Gracie than sexual abuse by Marcel. No, no, I didn't want none of it. Somebody come get her. Somebody save her. That's what I'm saying. With Miss Sylvia. She knew 
she knew it was something going on in that house. That's why she let her work at the shop. That's why she let her sweep the shop up. That's why she was giving her extra money. She knew she was being hurt in that house. Right? Someone at least, right. like, in other books right. that I've read, right, and I'm not saying this anything to the author, but I'm saying, like, sometimes, like, if you know the kid getting dogged out, you gonna confront the person. Like, quit doing her like this, Right? But is that another way of turning a blind eye okay. to the situation? Like, okay. we don't really be looking. Or, you know, you turn a blind eye, like, okay, I'm going to give her a little extra money. I'm going to help her. I'm going to do her for her. Or, you know, whatever the case may be. So Sylvia and okay. Sean does become somewhat of her um, family, her safe haven. She could go there. She could feel safe. She can eat. But whenever she went back to that pink house, it was hell. Okay, hell. So yeah, you right. Cause they didn't even have food in the house. Now I think about it. Okay, so boom, get through all that. They in high school now. Okay, her yep. and Sean shine like this. They're not dating. They've never dated or anything yep. like that. He's in love with her at this point. Yes. He's in love with her at this point. I love this relationship in high school because it was like she was the ugly kid, you know what I'm saying, the weirdo kid. Uh -huh. He was the high school, you know, star athlete. And he yes. you know, was friends with her. Like, you don't you don't never see it like that. You know what I'm saying? Right, right, I right. Yes. So that was her life. Sean was her life. And he took good care of her. He did. He made her feel safe. He bought our things, you know. He, he rolled with her. her. He yes. cooked. Yes. Sylvia yes. was like, "You ain't never been in here. What you doing in here?" <laughs> you like, something to eat. But they're not dating or anything. He have other girls that he date, but Caprice is his one, and he knows it. I kind of didn't mean? like the way that she was treated. Go ahead. No, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. What you say? You might say. I kind of didn't like the way that she treated him a little bit. No. No. Yeah, I didn't like the way yeah, that like she treated him, but I understood it the way that she treated him, right? But she Why knew. You understand no, it? she felt like she was dirty. She felt like she was damaged. She wasn't worthy, and she didn't deserve somebody like him. Mm -hmm. He didn't deserve somebody like her, you know. So she always kept him at an arm's length, mm -hmm. right? Right. So. You know, this is their relationship now. You know, she has somewhere of a safe haze and she working, she's saving her money. All she's trying to do is get to college. That's it. She's like, if I can get to college, I can get out of this house. Yeah. I can go on about my business. I'll be gone way before, because she thinking he got 12 years. I'll be gone way before he get back. Right. I'll be long gone from this place. But guess what? No, wait. I like the fact that he always choose her. What you mean? Oh, like when the girls would be like, her or me. And they asked you, you know, to choose between Caprice and me. And he always chose Caprice. And he always let it be known, I'm going to always choose her. I'm never going to choose you. And that's why Caprice said, I'll never want to be your girlfriend because you get new girlfriends like you get new shoes. But Right, right. Not knowing that he had to get a new girlfriend because of her ass. Because of her ass. He said they'll weasel their way in by saying they accept her and she's okay, yada, yada, yada. But then, but then end, once they in there, they like, uh-uh, you need to kick her to choose. the curb. And he be like, baby, no, you got your walking papers, right? Yes. He loved that girl. Love, he did. Anywho, so 
stay together. That's their relationship in a nutshell, what LaCorie and I just talked about. So she's thinking that she just needs to get to college and she'll mm -hmm. be fine. She can get away from the pink house. She can get away from Gracie. Marcel's yeah. still going to be in jail. By the time he come home, she'll be gone by her business. But that doesn't happen because Marcel gets an early release. Okay. Yeah. He comes home. And guess who welcomes him into the house? Gracie. Gracie. By cooking motherfucking chocolate chip cookies. This bitch is baking cookies for this nigga. And she's like, no. and, then, and then she kind of sort of rubs it in um, Caprice's face. In Caprice's face, how much you want some chocolate chip cookies? Doing it damn well, her ass don't like chocolate. And you right. know she don't like chocolate. Bitch, so he come home. He come home, y'all. She's 16 at this point, right? Yep, she's 16. She's so this eight years later. This is eight years later. I think she's 16 later. going on 17. I think she finna turn 17 at the end of the month. He's still on this same bullshit. Mm -hmm. He ain't learned his lesson. Who you talking, Marcel? Yes. And even after he got raped in jail, he got raped himself. And still came home on some BS. On some fuck shit. Right? But now she has Sean, and Sean is a man. But... Sean kind of let me down a little bit. I thought he was trying. Okay, y'all. So when did he let Marcel you down? <laughs> Marcel comes home. Marcel comes home. Capri like, I can't go. I can't live her with him because I already right. know what he on. I already know what he about to get ready to do to me. Okay, right. and it's probably gonna be worse. I'm a big girl now. So she tells Sean, I can't live there. I have to go. Mm -hmm. Oh, this book, Lord. So she got him. To go to Disneyland with her. So oh, he knowing okay. something wrong. She she been saving up her money from her job. She, she takes him to Disneyland. Yes. That was, oh my God. Child. She said, I wanted this one last perfect day with you. And I wanted to go to where everybody said they were on the plane with me when I first got here. We're going to. I want to actually God. go live and be at Disneyland. Because that's the happy place. That's where you that's go to be happy. happy. That's the happiest place. And that's what she whispered on her birthday. The she happiest said, place on earth. Happiness. Yeah. Have you been to Disneyland, Shaquana? No. I ain't no. either. I ain't been no. to that. And these kids be wearing me out trying to go because they didn't see me on YouTube. Take your kids to the happiest place on earth. <laughs> I need to go after reading this damn book. I need to go. <laughs> right? I need to go. <laughs> So they go to Disneyland and Sean, like, I mean, just like the work that she wrote this. Mm -hmm. Oh, I was, it was such good writing. I couldn't be mad at her, but I was mad because it was like, she was like, I have to go. I cannot live in that house no more. Mm -hmm. And that part when she came back for him. Oh. I really thought she was going. I thought she was going too, but she came I wanted back her to go. Low key, I don't you know wanted her to go. go. I wanted I her to go. I thought she was going. I didn't want to leave Sean. I wanted her to be with him and Miss Sylvia. I didn't want her to leave Sean because he was hurt. He was I wanted him to let down. I, I knew I knew she was gonna leave one way or another. I knew that right. was gonna happen, but I just wanted her to leave then. I feel like that was should have been her exit. 
Yeah, she me. probably needed to leave then because Sean almost got his wife took it. So anyway, right. so Sean, okay, so she was leaving. She was like, okay, we're going to go to the happiest place on earth. Then I got to get out of here because I can't live in that house with them. Mm-hmm. Gracie is worse than she was when I was little. Now I got to deal with him and all his weird sick shit. All these and demons. She tripping with me. Right. Okay, boom. So she was like, I got to go. But Sean was so messed up about it that she ended up staying for him so she ended up telling him i liked how she told him i mean i liked how he kind of made her tell right like you gonna tell me what put the pieces of the puzzles together in front of her yes and he was like you gonna tell me what happened so she ends up telling him what happened to her when she was eight years old or what was happening to her back then and he was like look i'm not gonna let nothing else happen to you right so i'm gonna protect you he said, I'm going to come and sleep with you every night so you do not have to worry about your uncle coming into your bedroom. Mm-hmm. The uncle is still trying to get in the bedroom in the middle of the night. Hold on, hold on. We didn't talk about Caprice had sex that night. Oh, I know. Caprice I know. had it sex was, that night. It was so beautiful. Like, it was beautiful. And she thought that she was dirty and damaged. Yeah, and, and it was broken. Because she asked him, she said, "How was it down there? Is it was perfect?" Anywho, so they did. They had sex for the first time that night, and then he like, "Look, you mind now? I gotta protect you." So he was like, "I'm gonna come over there every night and protect you, right?" So that's what she thinking. But in the back of his mind, he's like, "I'm about to kill this nigga because he didn't did all this stuff to her, and she's scared, and yada 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 Mm -hmm. yada yada." Baby, he got a whole plan. He's telling her, I'm going to come sleep with you at night. But he's coming to wiggle the knob every mm-hmm. night to see if he can get in the room with her. Yeah. So Sean, like, I got something for him. We're going to get my mom a gun and yep. then come back and let him have it. So the uncle one night ends up getting in the room. Okay, y'all. Oh my well, God. no, Sean left the door unlocked. He did this on purpose because he wanted him it to come in so he can... I, he wanted them to come in so he can give him what he got. Okay. Yeah. So the uncle gets in the room. Sean about to blast off on him. Mm-hmm. But Sean couldn't handle the uncle, <laughs> which was very realistic. <laughs> miss. It went right above his head. <laughs> it was very realistic. <laughs> what happened? But like, damn you, Sean. Cause that's what needed to happen to Uncle Marcel. Let me it tell y'all. Is. So Sean missed. <laughs> he missed the shot. I now, don't know Uncle, why he thought he could take on a damn grown ass man. <laughs> he should have just took the priest and went on by his feet. <laughs> right? They should have ran now, away together. He missed the shot. The uncle then got a hold to the gun and pistol whipped him. Oh God. He had a flashback. All that anger and aggression from prison came out of him. The only person she got, he tried to take him out. Mm-hmm. But he didn't get a chance to because then her come Gracie. Crazy ass. So Man, then, what are you doing in here? Why is he here? Listen to fucking Marcel ass. Now she fast again, y'all. She fast, she fast again. again. She got this boy in this room. She fast. She, she let that boy sneak in her room. And I was trying to protect her. Protect her? Right. So, did he end up going back to jail for beating the boy? No, uh-uh. He, uh, no, no, no. Gracie just threw the boy on 
Miss Sylvia's porch and was like, you know, I ain't gonna tell if you won't tell. And just to keep it, you know, make sure you don't tell nobody. I'm gonna keep the gun. Oh, we didn't talk about how Miss Kelly became her teacher. So remember Miss Kelly from back in the day who was yeah. the, the camp counselor? She ended up coming to work at the school and being her teacher. Her pre-cal counselor. Because she had all AP classes. She getting ready to graduate with Sean. Right. So Miss Kelly is back in the picture. So yeah. now um, uh, Caprice is at home because this tragedy that happened. She don't know if um Sean lived or died. Yeah. She don't know. Cause he taught him, he whooped him, y'all. He, he whooped him. Whooped him an inch of his life. Okay. So she don't know if Sean is alive or dead. She's in this room. Is she confined to the room? Did Gracie make her stay in the room or no, did she, she just, just stay in there? She herself to the room, trying to scrub all that blood out of uh out of her walls and on the carpet. The tragedy, the the trauma in this book. Okay. Mm -hmm. But I can guarantee you she is not the first and only person this has ever happened to. And that's why I wanted to talk about it on the podcast. I didn't want to traumatize y'all, but I felt like this was a discussion that needed to be had because so many people failed her. Yeah. Right. So many people just turned their eyes to this tragedy. So, anywho, so he didn't got beat up. Gracie's at home. Miss Kelly inch. Now she missing school. She haven't been to school since all this happened. Days. Miss Kelly said, not on my watch again. Yeah. When I was younger and I ain't know no better and I was trying yeah. to figure my life out, I let this happen. But not yeah. again. Baby, she went up in there. She smacked Gracie ass up. I was like, praise God. Hallelujah, she did. Yeah. She smacked Gracie up. She pulled um, Caprice out of there and took she her said, to get go your shit. and get Let's go. help. And then she he said, then she said, is, is, is this the person who smoked? Does anybody smoke this? And she said, yeah. She said, who is it? She said, her. And he smacked him back the hell out of Gracie. That was that was my light right there. That Caprice. Was light. <laughs> that was your light. That was my light. My oh, light. my gosh. Yeah. So, um, Miss Kelly came, got um, Caprice. Miss Kelly's mother is a world-renowned psychiatrist, or yes. she's like, mm -hmm. yeah, lives in California, right? And that's where Caprice ends up. This, and we she ends up doing intense uh, psychotherapy and with the mama. The, the mama, mama adopts her, right? And uh, she ended up going to University of Miami to do the fast uh, track doctor's program, right? We are not going to talk about Kofi's story tonight. Okay, because that's just too much tragedy in one night. You're gonna have to read the book to get the rest of it's a it's another kind of part to this when she yeah, graduates from acts. when she graduates from school, you know, she she has a whole new life now. She's yeah. in California. The mama is got money, so she living like in the Beverly Hills. She becomes um, a boozy bitch. Miss Kelly is like her sister now. Uh -huh. So she has all of this support. She has Kelly mother as her adopted mother now. Kelly mm -hmm. is like her sister. You know, so she has all I this support. Question. Mm -hmm. Do you think she became Paris or do you think she kind of sort of became Paris adjacent? Because I low-key think she became at Paris. I don't think she was a bully, but she hung out with the bullies. Because Sanaa was a bully to me. Like, she was a bougie bitch. Was she? 
That's the vibe I got. That's the vibe I got. I feel like she was a bully. I feel like she might have been a mean girl, like stuck up, but not like. Who you talking about, Caprice or her friend? The friend. You think the friend was just stuck up? Yeah, I think she okay. just thought she was better than everybody. Caprice did not become uh um But she, she hung just, out with those type of people though. She didn't hang out. That with was those her circle people. now. That was her circle That's now. The crazy part. Uh-huh. You don't think so? No. Okay, so let's get into this ending. Okay. So I don't think so. You know what? But I always felt like Patrice, I mean, Caprice was on some stuff. Because like I said, I didn't like how she treated Sean. She was just a standoffish type person. She just wasn't. Mm. I had, which I mean, you gotta understand that after everything that she went through. Yeah, you know, yeah. she just wasn't a happy-go-lucky, you know, inviting person. Yeah. But every time she invited somebody into her life, they hurt her. They did. You, you know, right. so she had to keep everybody at arm's length. But I don't think she was like. But a you know what? You're right though, because she bonded with Sana because Sana was an early graduate, so she enrolled in the program at 17 too so they right. couldn't go to none of the parties and stuff like that when okay. they was under age so i yeah i see that but i still feel so like, she she yeah. does end up getting somewhat of a light and she becomes she's not a psychiatrist she is a psychiatrist she's um not a psych she's a psychiatrist she's a she's an actual doctor but she doesn't the other Practice, one is a, she doesn't see patients. She, she does like the background work. She don't do psychotherapy. Right. She right. analyzes so she works for this, and does a diagnosis. She worked for this clinic. So not only through her support system, they're successful. They have money. Now she is successful. She has money. And, and she, she saw she her own giving, practice. Right. It's her and some other people that yep. have this um, center for people to come it's who have bill. had trauma in their lives and they can come for mm -hmm. free, right? And so she's mm -hmm. working. She work on the back end. She don't see patients because she don't think she can handle it, yeah. right? So she's doing that. She's working in this field. And mm -hmm. her friend, who is a event planner to the stars, mm -hmm. has to plan this proposal, y'all. This re-proposal. Re-proposal, because he proposed <laughs> to this girl and it, it wasn't, wasn't big enough. Right? Who it was random. Was but, but I get why he did the re-proposal, because the way he did it was slow. Like, you gonna toss the ring box to me and say, hey, I think we should get married? <laughs> what? So this professional basketball player, somebody who's in the league, right, who I she can't Okay, she can't tell who it is, but I already know who it is before it even came out. I'm already knowing. So Capri has terminated all um, interactions with her old life. Mm -hmm. She don't want nothing to do with nothing or nobody from her old life. So she's not talking to anyone. She's not dealing with anyone. So her and Sean have not talked or seen after he didn't risk his life for she her. She was ass. wrong. She was after wrong. After she didn't risk his life for her, she like, I can't deal with that. But you kind of kind of understand where she was coming from. Like, and when you experience that much trauma, you don't want to yeah, go back to that. Right. Even right. the night that he almost lost his life, she probably right. felt like that was because of me. You're right. I'm a freaking, right. you know, so boom. So she severed all ties with him. He is very hurt by this because he, he knows that's his person. He knows that's the love of his life. So anywho, her friend now and this bougie, girl club that she with now this Ashley Banks right <laughs> is a event planner and she is planning this 
event for this basketball star for him to repropose to his girlfriend because the last proposal was not big enough. So mm -hmm. this yacht. It needs to be Insta Instagram worthy. Instagram yacht. He's she's planning it the repropose on his yacht. And what is the name of the motherfucking yacht? Caprice. Ah! And so Caprice, like, said, there's no look, way y'all have the same name. You're you're not it's spelled just like your name. Go Caprice. Right. Said, and then she said, Who are who are we doing this for again? And she said, Oh, I can't tell you. I signed the NDA, but you know, I'm sure you don't know him. You don't follow basketball. Right. So, so her and her friend, they decorate the yacht for the reproposal. Her friend goes and gets some drinks or something like that. And she gets some tacos. So they're going to spend a little time on the yacht on the deck part. Right. After she, didn't eat, um, after she didn't um, get it all fixed up, she's like, you know, we finna party now on this person's yacht. Right. Mm -hmm. So Caprice is out there sunbathing in the new without one. no top i ain't never known a black person to do that her and the guy bump into each other before and she was like look before you trip i got a friend here she's okay she's not gonna tell none of your business and no that's not i didn't paid you to do a job that don't mean you and your friend come on her and kick it and kick I it i don't know this person so what if she's stealing from me right so he walk up on the yacht and everything. And who is it? It's With her titties crazy. out, honey. Looking all good in her bikini. She was like, I didn't see them before. <laughs> so I already know. These are grown man boobies. These are grown woman boobies. So this is how they reconnect. So a lot of stuff happened after they get back together. I did not like the way she was treating him. I don't like the I way she did him. I was mad about that at Caprice, but I get it. You know, I want to just hug her. The whole mm -hmm. book, I wanted to give her a hug. Even yeah. when I was mad at her about how she was doing shine, I wanted to give her a hug. And how she but, manipulated her way back in, you know, low key. Why you say that? By Kanif. For Kanif, you know, she only mm -hmm. called him to uh -huh. get you know, I did not like that. I, I didn't like, like that at all. I didn't like that. I felt like she was using him. And mm -hmm. yeah, I ain't like that. So she has this client who has this very traumatic. Oh, yeah. His story is more traumatic. Now, her story was traumatic. Okay. Like his story was more traumatic than her story. Okay. Ugh. And that's kind of how her and Sean rekindled their relationship through this patient that she saw in her practice and she felt like you know he you know he, he was a basketball fan he was a fan of shine and that's how she was going to help him like she was like you know you talk to me i i got something for you this was like his prize for opening up because he didn't want to tell what had happened to him as a child we're not gonna go into that because that's just oh that's we've had so enough funny. we've had enough for tonight okay guys so okay. if you want to read about kanif's tragedy you can but we're not talking about that tonight because that one right there oh gosh but i wanted her and shine of course they rekindled their relationship he was upset with her like why did you leave i had you she was like i had to leave to save myself you know and to start a new life but eventually they got back together their story ends on a high note she adopts 
the little um boy who had been through so much tragedy you know she felt like she could help him because they had kind of experienced some of the same things and all of that good stuff and the book does end on a good note but baby to get to that good note she takes you through the motherfucking fight okay <laughs> um i wanted to talk about this book for all the little girls who were not seen who were not believed who were look past and who deserve love because you do get that at the end of the book and so I wanted to talk about this book for all of those people as Millie Belazar says at the end of the book if you see something say something okay so you out there and you think something going on but you don't know listen we gotta look out for each other we got to look out for each other. We got to look out for these caprices of the world. And um, yeah, that was fast, y'all. That was fast. That was fast. So <laughs> I made it through. I was like, I cried earlier today to kind of get through, you know, get that out. I was like, Lord, yeah. I do not want to be crying on this podcast tonight. It's so crazy. It was, it was, it was, you know, I cried a lot. I cried a lot throughout this book and it was so cleansing. You know, I could relate yes. to Caprice and I'm sure it's a lot of little babies out there that could relate to them. So let's love on each other and protect each other and read fast if you haven't and you can take it. <laughs> um, if not, we we just got your little piece without you having to read every single little detail of it. Um, so, yes, fast. So, yeah support this I, I say support the book because she wrote this for the little girls listen so next week we are talking about Fatma and oh, that's going to be a little bit more fun did you read it yeah LaCorey yes girl I read it's, it's good it's good it's if good Lulu was a person <laughs> y'all know the Lulu off of, on TikTok the Lulu do hashtag the Lulu on TikTok yeah, let me explain. You know what the Lulu is? Uh uh-uh. Do it. Go go hashtag on TikTok and look up the Lulu. Okay. And this person apply. Okay. So fast. It's a short read. It's not. It's very entertaining. I want to say it's under hundred pages. Super spicy. Super spicy. Like day is getting get. Yeah, in here. Okay, we can get back to the sex and the laughs and all of that next week. Um, but Capri's story deserved to be told and it deserves to be talked about. Okay. And that mom deserves everything she got. <laughs> so we will see y'all next week. Thanks for joining us tonight, y'all, and getting Thank through this you. with us. We love y'all. Bye-bye. Bye bye.